this is Candy Cosplay, and you're listening to We Got the Geek. Guess who's getting some class? I'm going to college. Rodney Dangerfield's going back to school. When I used to dream about going to college, this is the way I always pictured it. Wait a minute, when did you dream about going to college? When I used to fall asleep in high school. What a woman. She is the teacher. I know, I like teachers. Do something wrong and make you do it over again. What do you say you and I have dinner tonight? Actually, I'd like to join you, but I have class tonight. Why don't you call me sometime when you have no class? He's not just the big man on campus. Hey, folks, it's on me. Shakespeare for everyone, okay? Uh, you too, honey. Ooh, I'd like to tame your shrew. He's the wildest man on campus. Shake it up, baby! Say when. Right after this drink. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, back to school. Baby. Come on, I'll work it all out. Alrighty, it's Jay Stu. I'm sitting here, as always, with the lovely Sarah Jane. Hello. Uh, we're joined tonight with, by our dog, Jaina. <laughs> Yes, because she couldn't be left alone. That's right. And uh, this is our official back-to-school special. <laughs> Even though school's kind of... Mm. Well, school started about a month ago. I think so. It's hard to and, tell uh, anymore. <laughs> we put it off, but we've had things going on. Lots uh, of things. Lots of things. All the things. Yeah, school's a little weird this year with it, COVID going on. It really is. Like, some of the kids are at home, some of the kids are there, some of the kids are doing both. Uh, our kid is doing both. And Jaina's licking the bed. <laughs> bed liquor. That's terrible, Jaina. Don't do that. Anyway. Anyway, um, do you have any fond memories from your school days? Hell no. No? <laughs> you- we moved around a lot. So I, I changed elementary schools, like... Yeah, how Three many? or four times, and wow. then I went to high school, and I stayed finally at the same high school from grade nine all the way through to graduation, wow. which was a surprise. I thought we were going to have to move again. We almost did, wow. too. My mom got a job offer in uh, London, Ontario. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. About a year before I was supposed to graduate, and I was like, oh. <laughs> So having to graduate with a whole new bunch of people and everything when I had finally made friends, and it was like, please don't make us do this, Mom. So she didn't take the job, and we stayed in the falls, and uh, I finished high school at the same school. Yeah, I got but lucky. Yeah. I did uh, kindergarten and grade 8 at one school, and uh, I met my, my good friend John Mary in grade 8, and we're still friends now. Uh-huh. Awesome. And then I did uh, grade nine to the end of high school at another school, and that's where I met uh, my good friend Colin. Cool. Yeah. And I think, Scott. I mean, summer high school was okay, but for the most part, I was one of the kids that got bullied a lot. I was always the new kid, so I got bullied and and picked on and teased and. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You know, and sometimes the girls, like when I was at Notre Dame in Niagara Falls um, for grade six, seven, and eight, the girls in my class for all three grades would all be like, sometimes they would, and I was, I'm going to admit, I was naive and a little gullible back then because I wanted to, like, my home life was shit, so my school life was shit. Everything was shit back then. So I thought, you know, I really wanted to be friends with them. Having ADHD and anxiety, not the greatest way to make friends because you have no filter with ADD. Yeah. And you just blurt out whatever you're thinking. 
Um, and then, but they would sometimes pretend that they wanted to be my friend and would ask me questions and stuff about myself and talk to me and everything. And then they'd use it against me. And I'd go back to their little clique, and they would be like, Sarah said this, and then they'd all make fun of me about it. Well, that's not very happy. No, I know. I told you. Most of my school life was crap, and I'm very glad I'm out of school now. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Anyway, happy thoughts. College was great. (laughs) Well, that's good. College was fantastic. I found my stride in college. I loved it. I had a great time in college because I was older and therefore hopefully wiser. And I had learned to open my mouth more to stand up for myself. You asked, I tell what you asked. And that's one to grow on. Oh, boy. Knowing is half the battle. All right, so in honor of back to school... Uh, we we had been talking about these movies for a while. Yeah, well, I think the conversation first came up because I was telling Hunter about Back to School and Rodney Dangerfield because we got on the for some somehow we started talking about Robert Downey Jr. and I said, yeah, he's a, he was in a, mo- a movie called Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. What? And Hunter's like, I have to watch this movie. I said, it's a great movie. I think also because we were listening to Oingo Boingo in the car, because she loves Dead Man's Party. Yeah. And I said they were in the movie for the party scene. What? Oh, my God, i got to see this movie. And then I brought it up to you, so we watched it. Sorry, Hunter. And I hadn't, <laughs> and I hadn't thought about it in years. I saw it one time in the theater in 1986 with yeah. the guy I was talking about earlier, John, and this other guy, Dave. Well, I saw it with my mom. We went to the theater. Yeah, I have to question your mom's choices on some of these. Because we were watching it, and you're like, well, there's nothing bad in it, so there's no nudity. In Topless it. scene. Yeah. <laughs> Swearing. I knew you have been four years younger than me, right? So yeah. in 86, did you see it when it was new in the theater? Yeah. So you would have been, how old would you have been in 86? I like, think like 13. Wow. Yeah. Because it was out in the summer, right? Of, yeah, of it was the summer of 86. Yeah. I was just, yeah, I was 13 because I turned 13 in April. Yeah, but back then, there were no, like, rating systems and shit like that. It was just, it was up to your parents' discretion. Anything rated R, yes, they were always like, you, no. Again, I think, though, if your parent was with you for a rated R movie, depending, like, it didn't matter kind of how old you were. Yeah. It was a lot different back then. But yeah, mom took me to see it because I was like, that looks really funny. And it was funny. And it was it was good. And it was sweet. Speaking of ratings, this is an aside because I just remembered it. No. You know why they had to create the PG-13 rating? I can't remember. You know what movie caused them to do it? I can't remember. Temple of Doom. Yes! They had to create PG-13 because they didn't want Temple of Doom to be rated R. Right. So... Well, I mean, that was, and Mom made us leave that movie. Yeah, that's another it story. It was near the end, book. too. That's the kicker. Right? No. What scene was it when you left? The guy getting his heart ripped out. That was um, near the beginning, you actually. You probably would have had a 45 minute yeah. left. She was like, oh my god, oh, that's where we're going. And we're like, you can't rip out the movie. She's like, well, I wasn't making you leave. Yes, you were. <laughs> I would have sat in the car. You made us leave. 
had us get up and walk out. Oh, because man. it was disgusting seeing this guy get his heart ripped out of his chest while he was still alive. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, oh, Mom. So we're getting back to back to school. Um, so I haven't given this movie much thought since I first saw it. And I brought it up to you because of our conversation, Martin yeah, Hunter's conversation so in the car. I remember liking it back in 1986, but things changed. Yes. So we decided to watch it again. Just to see if we still liked it. <laughs> yeah. If it held up after all this time. I remember it was my first Rodney Dangerfield movie. Yeah. Uh, only one I saw in the theater. I think John and I eventually rented Ladybugs. Remember that movie? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> With Jackie. And, and then I eventually saw hey. Caddyshack as well. I love Caddyshack. Anyway. That, yeah, that's a good movie, too. Uh, but cool not the right second now. one. Um, no. <laughs> and then, yeah, I wanted to check it out because I've become a big Robert Downey Jr. fan in the last ten years. I think I was I was a fan of his, like, for a lot of his early films... This was my first Robert Downey Jr. movie, and then I didn't see another one until that one he was in with Mel Gibson, Air America. Okay. Here we go. Filmography. All filmography. Do-do-do. Actor. Do-do-do. All right. You've got the uh, Robert Downey Jr. IMDb pulled up. Yes. I'm looking at a lot of his early... He was in Chef. I didn't know that. Could you not? And then maybe you can tell me whether or not... He was on SNL before or after Back to School. Because he was on it for one year around that Heart time. Heart and Souls. It was 93 that he was in that. Okay. And he played, uh, his character could see ghosts of certain, um, he's, he's tasked with helping four ghosts fulfill their last wishes before moving on to the afterlife. And the ghosts can kind of possess his body oh, okay. to do certain things or to like to do, take care of certain tasks really good like it was such a cute it was such a good movie oh yeah he was in Soap Dish and Johnny B. Good right that's not Johnny B. Good and he was in The Pickup Artist he was in Saturday Night he was on Saturday Night Live before back to school. Oh, okay. 85, 86. And then, yeah. Oh, my. He was in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. So, yeah, he was in back to school after Saturday Night Live. Okay. Because he had been in a few movies. Oh, he was in Weird Science. That's right. So, yeah, it was... So, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was in it, and he was a weird character. He had, like, different costumes and stuff in every scene. Oh, in Back to School? Yeah. Yeah, he, he played a character, Derek Lutz. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> and he had, like, like that short, weird, like, new age... Yeah, well... Not new age, but, like, that hairstyle, and then he had, like, the different color in the front... Yeah. And yeah, his his clothing was like he had a frilly kind of ascot at one point. Yeah. It was very um eccentric. Eclectic kind of. Yeah. Like you know that weird eighties clothing yeah. style. 
So the plot of the movie was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, Rodney Dangerfield went back to school. Yeah, because his to, to like guess help his son out. Well, yeah, because his son was thinking about dropping out. Yeah. Because. Yeah. So. Rodney Dangerfield was a guy called Thornton Mellon who owned a chain of stores called Tall and Fat. <laughs> Which cracked me up. My favorite line of the movie was uh, when he looked at the one fat guy and went, Do you look at a menu and say, okay? (laughs) Uh, And then, I hadn't seen this in a while, so I forgot about half the people that were in it. Um, Proud to say we interviewed one of the people in this movie. Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, had I remembered that at the interview, I might have brought it up. (laughs) She probably would have told you to read it in her book. Yeah, and she was a bitchy character. Oh, God, yeah. She was married to Ronnie Dangerfield's character at the beginning of the movie, and uh, he caught her and a friend. Was it Robert Picardo she got him with? Yes, it was was the uh, doctor from Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, that's right. And then um, his bodyguard was Polly from the Rocky movies. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember. Burt Young. Yeah. That's his name. Um, here's something I didn't know. Harold Ramis co-wrote this movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. That was cool. Uh, oh, boy. And then, uh... Sally Kellerman. Sally Kellerman. Uh, Ned Beatty, who played Dean Martin, which cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, what else? And, and uh, Billy Zabka, you might remember him from the Karate Kid movies. Yes. He played the jerk. He did, which I guess he's always playing in every movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and then Sam Kinison, who I forgot was in this. Oh, I my mean, God, he played the history teacher. Totally forgot about that guy. And How he used, forget about He used to make me laugh. I loved him. Um, he was the, the history teacher who yelled. <laughs> uh, interesting trivia. You know who was originally supposed to play that part? Who? Bob Saget. Oh, my God. I cannot <laughs> picture that at all. No, but I remember reading Bob Saget and Rodney Dangerfield were buddies, so... Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, did you have, like, a, a favorite scene in this movie or something that stands out for you? Um, I don't know. Not really. I guess... Like, like did you remember a lot of this? Were you watching it all these years later? Yeah. The one the one scene that, that really um, stuck with me was the big party with Oingo Boingo. That's right. And that's how I became a fan, really big fan of Oingo Boingo, because they're, they did the song Dead Man's Party in the movie, and I freaking fell in love with that song. And it was great. So, I had a blast with that. And it's interesting because... You mentioned Oingo Boingo, like, who knew that that guy, uh, Danny Elfman, was going to go on to, like, create some of the biggest and best movie and TV scenes. such a prominent composer for so many movies and everything. Like, I, would, I would have to say probably his best known piece of movie work would be that Batman theme, which they used in the animated series as well. Oh, yeah, like, his... Musical skills are just fantastic. Like, and the Simpsons—he's the guy that did the Simpsons theme song. Yeah, he he did all the uh, music for Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, like it's just—it's astounding. You know, when you watch any kind of movie, and all of a sudden, you know, music composed by Danny Elfman. It's like, oh, well then. 
what else? What else about back to school? Yeah, I, I remembered a bunch of stuff. It all came back, like, once I started watching it. Paxton Whitehead. What's that? The guy, the English stuffy professor. Paxton oh, Whitehead. Oh, right, That was the actor's right. name. That's right. He was in a lot of those films as, yeah. like, the stuffy British. Yeah. Snobby kind of gentleman. He he wore one of those like newsboy caps and drove a really fancy convertible. That's right. <laughs> and you know what stood out in my mind before we watched this movie because I remembered it. Um, they had a music. They had a music video for him singing "Twist and Jet." Yes. <laughs> which I watched yesterday before we oh did this recording. God. Oh, I also enjoyed the fake. Uh, Diving at the end that he did. <laughs> and he did that that special like whatever it was called. I can't remember the name oh, of it. Oh, I can't either, but it was like that triple somersault. They had to put it added extra board. Yeah. <laughs> An extra uh trampoline and Oh and uh forgot to mention, I, I I totally forgot this one. The guy the kid that played him as a boy at the beginning yeah. was uh J- Jason Hervey. Yeah. He was he went on to be the older brother in the Wonder Years. Yes. And he was also one of the kids in uh Lorraine's brother in the fifties in the first Back to the Future. Yes. Oh my god. Uh he was the uh a rerun. What's that kid? Yeah. In that- <laughs> oh, you know what actually I I liked and I want to try sometime? Hmm. The way he made a sandwich at that party at the beginning. We oh just took the loaf of bread god. and scooped it scooped out it and out, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna have to say that yeah, it was still pretty funny. Yeah. I still liked it, like how many years thirty four years later. Yeah. And uh th- I it was still entertaining to me. Oh my god, yes. And uh, I can't believe your mom took you to see it with the topless ladies in it. Honestly, my mom was kinda cool that way, like it was just yeah. It was just like, okay. So I'll give you my rating for it right now out of five. And then you can uh, come up with one. Okay. So my rating out of five is uh, four out of five Billy Zapka mullets. <laughs> I don't remember why it took the one point away. It might have yeah. been it might have been for twist and shout. All right, and uh, how about yourself? I am I er I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it four and a half triple Lindy dives out of five. Did you just look it up? Yes, I did. Nice, <laughs> very awesome. I'm like I know I know there's a triple in there, but I couldn't remember. So <laughs> triple Lindy. Oh man. Excellent. All right. Well, that was our look back at back to school. We're going to take a commercial, and then we're going to jump ahead in time to the wonderful year of 1987 to review our next movie. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Sketchbook Comics and Games is a store that is something awesome for everyone. In addition to selling comics, board games, and action figures, there are tables for open gaming. Wednesday nights, Sketchbook features game night starting at 6 p.m. Friday through Sunday, Sketchbook is the place to be for Magic the Gathering. The store is located at 224 Glenridge Avenue, Unit 9 in St. Catharines. 
come on down for all your geek and comic book needs. You know what we need? I mean, besides bread. We need a woman who appreciate what we have to offer. Freddie Shoot loves to cut class. Hates to do homework. Lives for summer vacation. Look, Freddie, you're a semi-charming guy and a real snappy dresser. You're just not the kind of guy I date anymore. Yeah, what kind of guy you date now? Oh, the kind who wears socks. And the only reason he hasn't been expelled yet is because he's the gym teacher. Oh, Mr. Shoop. At Oceanfront High. Congratulations. You've been chosen to teach summer school. No, I'm not a real teacher. That's all right. These aren't real students. They're unmotivated, irresponsible, not too bright. They'll relate to you. You in this class, too? Mm-hmm. I'm teaching it. No way! Right off the bat, you show them who's in charge. Hmm? Please take your seats. Where should we take them? Mark Harmon. You need an intelligent, sensitive man who can skate. Kirstie Allen. Do you know such a guy? Oh, they're hard to find. In the Oceanfront High Summer School Class of 87. They're as smart as you and me. You and I. All of us. Paramount Pictures presents a new film by Carl Reiner, Summer School. I love this film. All right, we are back in our back to school. We got the geek special. Yay. And uh, we just talked about back to school. Now we're going to talk about a movie from 1987 called Summer School. With Mark Harmon. With Mark Harmon. And uh, this is a movie I never saw in the theater. Here's how I saw it. Um... Back when I lived at home, we had this thing, and I, I, it was back in the 80s, maybe 90s as well, uh, called the First Choice Super Channel, which you can get through your cable subscribe yes. subscription. I don't know if they still do it, but they did back then. Yeah. And I think I saw Summer School, like, I don't know, 50 times. <laughs> uh, that being said, that was the late 80s, and I didn't remember much about it. Yeah. Now, is this one you saw in the theater with your mom as well? No, actually. um, uh, For some inexplicable reason, my mom and stepdad decided to let us go to Maryland with a friend of my stepdad's, um, a woman, can't remember her name. She had family there. And so we, my brother and I, drove to Maryland with her, and we went to a mall there. I got my ears pierced a second time there. Um, in the mall, and we went and saw summer school there. <laughs> and so I was like, ooh. Uh, laughed a lot. It was a good movie. I liked it. Now, before we get too far into this review, the plot of this one is uh, basically Mark Harmon is on his way to Hawaii. With a girl. With a girl who turned out to be, we didn't know this, the same actress who played Missy in Bill and Dead. Yes. And, uh, the guy that was supposed to teach summer school was Carl Reiner, actually, yeah. who directed this movie. And he won the lottery. And then told everyone what what to go do with themselves. Yes. And then they were scrambling for a replacement, and so they just grabbed Mark Harmon. Because all the other teachers were like, out, by see ya, and they all took off, and Mark Harmon's teacher character was trying to find a good hiding spot, because he didn't want to get stuck teaching summer yeah. school either. It was mean that Missy still went to Hawaii without him. Yes. But would you expect anything less from a girl who played a character named Missy? That's or whatever right. her name was in this movie. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I just wrote down Missy in my notes. So, yeah. And, like, he had to teach a 
bunch of misfits. Uh, very much so. <laughs> All right, so the, the movie also starred Kirstie Alley. Yes. And I'm going to go on record here as telling you that I used to have a huge crush on her. Like, real bad ever since Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> and through, uh, through Cheers and Look Who's Talking. And I think I even watched some of that model show she was on in the 90s. I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember either. Peggy Hill was on that one as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I used to have a super huge crush on Kirstie Alley. I couldn't believe. I think I just read she was like 70 Kathy now. Kathy Jimmy. Yeah. Is the one who does the voice of Peggy Hill. I can't remember. I can't remember the actors. What they, what else they were in? Well, one of the guys, the football guy, was Patrick Laberto, who was Jonathan Garvey from uh, uh, the Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and then the teacher from Little House on the Prairie showed up for a scene in this. Yes. Yes. Almanzo's sister. Yeah, she was going to be the substitute teacher, and they scared her off with all the horror stuff. Yeah, and then a very young Courtney Thorne Smith was in it. From she was in Melrose Place, right? Yeah, I was reading on IMDb that because she got popular after this, uh, anytime they would put out a DVD or or whatever version of this movie, she would all of a sudden get third billing now because she went on to be popular. It's kind of like I, I probably told you this story before the, the movie Leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston was in that for yeah. like one scene. Yes. So after she became popular on Friends, whenever they would re-release that movie, she would also be on the Top box. <laughs> it's like starring Jennifer Aniston for all of five minutes. Um, but yeah, she gets Courtney Smith gets uh, Courtney Thorne Smith gets third billing on all the new DVDs and Blu-rays <laughs> of Summer School. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, she had a fairly big part. She was the one that had a crush on Mr. Shu. Yes, and was trying and, and lived with him for a little bit. She was the surfer chick. Yeah. By the way, this is the only thing I've ever seen Mark Harmon in, and that's a lie because I saw him in Moonlighting around the same time. <laughs> but I've never seen another Mark Harmon movie. Or... I can't remember if I've ever seen another Mark Harmon movie. This might have been it for me, too. <laughs> I liked his visor. Oh, my God, yes. And his dog, I can't remember. His the dog. dog was cool. I wrote oh, this. So I wrote this down in the notes. Dog was cool. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So he has to take over this class, and the kids don't want to do anything he says. So yeah. they all make a deal with him, like a contract. So like, they'll, he'll help them out with stuff outside of school, and they'll do their best to be good in school. Yeah. And hilarity ensues. It ranges from, like, field trips to the petting zoo to helping one of the chicks drive, learn how to drive to get her license. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it's like, and then it just gets ridiculous. And pretty soon they're wanting more and more stuff, and he just gets fed up. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a party at his house on the 4th of July and set fire to his couch. And then put it out with their with his aquarium with his fish. Yeah, I was reading also on IMDb that he actually injured his hand during that stunt putting out the fire. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, one of the other one of the other girls in the class is pregnant. Yeah, and uh, there's a guy named Chainsaw. <laughs> he was the special effects guy. Oh, my God, yes. Um, what else? There was a foreign exchange student, and I looked her up on IMDb. Yeah. And I laughed because she went on to play a lot of vagina in Austin Powers. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a name and a half. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So I, no, I liked the movie. Yeah, it was... 
I, I had forgotten a lot of that one, even though I saw it 800,000 kajillion times on First Choice Super Channel. It was funny, and it was... I don't know. I just... I the, remember just really loving it. Yeah, this one didn't have any nudity or swearing in it. No, but it had a lot of gore. Yeah. Because because Chainsaw and his buddy love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, that's how he got the name Chainsaw. Yeah, like like in the petting zoo when they come running out and they're making it look like the rabbits were, like, eating them. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and I hate to keep bringing up the IMDb card. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I looked that up, and I guess in 2012 they had planned a revival of the movie. I guess there'd been talk for years about a sequel. Oh wow! But um, there, there. Uh, I guess Adam Sandler's company had the rights to the movie in 2012. I don't know if they still do. Wow! And they were a bunch of the actors from summer school were doing a panel somewhere. And they asked the actor who played Chainsaw, who would you like to play Chainsaw in the revival? And yeah. he said, either Shia LaBeouf or Zach Braff. Yeah, but you uh, have to think, Zach Braff was a lot younger back then. This was only eight years ago. Never mind. <laughs> he looked young, shush. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I just, I can't see... A- I can't see it being really... And no offense to Adam Sandler. There are a lot of his movies that I do enjoy. Okay, not a lot of his movies that I enjoy, but a few of his We're movies. We're the opposite. And, um... But I just... I can't see a summer school reboot done by him being good. Oh, you know, because the teacher would probably be like, uh... Friggin' Kevin James or something. Yeah, or Adam Sandler. Or Adam Sandler, or Rob Schneider. Yeah, and it would just be that kind of goofball kind of angle, and it's just, eh, the original was good. Don't mess with it. And if we're talking cheesy 80s music videos, like we (laughs) did with the Rodney Dangerfield one, I actually had remembered the music video from this movie um, by E.G. Daly. I love the song. Uh, Mind Over Matter, which I remembered. I remember watching the video on TV back in the day. Yeah. She got the job because Debbie Harry had recorded a version of the song, right. and then I guess her record company wouldn't let them use it. Oh! So she got, E.G. Daly got called in to replace her. It was a top ten dance hit in, in North America. Wow. Um, and she went on to play Pee Wee Herman's love interest, I yeah. think, in the first Pee Wee Herman movie. Yes. Uh, she's also one of the Powerpuff Girls. Yes. Uh, she was on an episode, a famous episode of Friends, where she was Phoebe's friend who stole the song "Smelly Cat." Uh, and we also got, we almost got to work with her at a con once, but that just didn't happen. Yeah. But yeah, the song's cool. The video, the video is uh, all the kids came back for it, and Carl Reiner. Yeah. Like no Mark Harmon though. Mark Harmon, I guess, couldn't make time for the music yes, video. I miss Carl Reiner, actually. Oh, yeah, didn't he just pass this year? Yeah. He was an absolute comedic genius. <sighs> yeah, I liked him, too. He did a whole bunch of Steve Martin movies I liked, too. Yeah. And then, well, he and Mel Brooks worked together a lot, too. Yeah. We both agree that 
after all these years. And had you seen it? Had, I should have asked you with the other movie. Had you seen any of these movies since you saw them no. all those years ago? No. Okay. Same this here. was the first time since I saw them originally in the theater. All right. And did did uh, summer school hold up for you? You know what? It kind of did. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It, I, I won't go as far as saying both those movies are timeless. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, because there's a lot of um, subject matter in the in both movies that are very 80s tuned. Yeah. So, like, it, it doesn't cross over well into this century. Yeah. But, all in all, yeah, they hold up. They held up quite well. I was... They've held up better than I have over the years. <laughs> All right, so I came up with my rating for this movie out of five. Oh, dear. Okay, let's hear it. My rating yes. is four stylish Kirstie Alley vests out of five. <laughs> I think I took a point away for Mark Harmon's visor. Well, my scoring is... I'm going to say four visors out of five. Nice. <laughs> now... Would you still recommend to your daughter, Hunter, that she should watch some Back to School? Yes. In a heartbeat. Hunter, watch Back to School. Oh, did she watch? Oh. No, she, she, I'm telling her. Watch Back to School. Watch Summer School, too. Yeah. And uh, enjoy the chainsaw and the Patrick Laberto. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these, this is a good idea. I'm glad we, we, we re-watched them. Yes. They made me laugh. They made me cry. They made me lust after Kirstie Alley again. Aww. <laughs> you big softy. I liked it. Indeed. Anything else you'd like to add about these movies? or No. Okay. <laughs> Except, like, still love... I, yeah, I became a huge Danny Elfman fan and everything because all of a sudden I saw his name popping up more and more after that movie. That's cool. And on that note, I'm going to take this dog out and uh, share some peanut butter with her off my fingers. <laughs> little nod to the old Mark Harmon there. That, ew, that was so gross. <laughs> the dog licked peanut butter off his finger and then licked peanut butter off his own, like the rest of it, off his finger. He didn't wash his hands. He well, this did was, not. This was 30, 33 years <laughs> pre-COVID, yeah. There was no COVID then. You were eating peanut butter with your dog off your fingers, and you were loving it. And it was safe, and everyone loved it. That was... Oh, (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah, I'm not doing that with our dog. No. Anyhow, thanks for listening. I'm going (laughs) to go and edit all the dog noises out. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And, uh, sorry, we're not on very often right now because I've gotten—I admit this—and I'm sorry about this. I've gotten really, really lazy with the podcast since COVID started. It's been—it's been weird. It's been a weird time for everybody. Like, yeah, I'm trying to trying to get back into it. I've got some ideas. We're going to do a Halloween show, which we've never done before. No. And uh, if there's any movies out there you want us to take a look back at. Let us know. Let us know. I mean, I'm actually in talks with our friend Stacy. Stacy always uh, comes up with these really crazy movies to watch, too. <laughs> Go back and listen to our Beer Fest uh, slash Bachelor Party episode. Oh, my God. I watched Bachelor Party. <laughs> I'd never seen Bachelor Party until we did this podcast. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. So, We're in for a treat. Yeah, if you, uh, go to our page. If there's anything else you want us to review, go for it. We'll review anything new or Even old. For, for Halloween movies, before our Halloween podcast. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should put a poll up on on the page. We're already going to review Hubie Hollywood because we saw Hubie it. Hubie Hollywood. Hubie Halloween. There you go. Uh, okay, yeah, it's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you got a thought, put it up on our Facebook group, and we also have a website at www.wegotthegeek.org. Yeah. And we're on Instagram and Twitter. And Facebook. You could tweet us on the Tweeties. <laughs> so, anyway. That's old man talk. You know that, right? Well, I'm an old man. Here. All right, well, thanks for listening. Yep. We'll talk to you again real soon. I'm going to go do a triple-decker flip off of a... Triple-lindy. Triple-lindy off of a pool. <laughs> um, three diving boards. Three diving boards. boards. And then I'm going to go sing Twist and Shout at karaoke. And then Dead Man's Party. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.